We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, the worst somehow just got worse for Baltimore's wide receiver room, Sarah. And based on what we've seen from the position group this season, oh man, that's certainly saying something. Uh, Yeah, the Ravens lost Devin Duvernay to injured reserve with a right foot injury on Tuesday, while the Ravens also claimed veteran free agent wide receiver Sammy Watkins off of waivers. That brings the 29-year-old back to Baltimore. And we'll break it all down just ahead. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside Sarah Ellison. It's Wednesday, December 21st, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault. Mark Andrews spoke with the media Tuesday, and he was angry. And I liked it. If you need a little midweek motivation, stay tuned. Man, I liked it too, but not as much as you. (laughs) Plus, I'll run through Tuesday's injury report and give you an update on Lamar Jackson's status, along with Calais Campbell and Marcus Peters. Maybe that was a little too much, but I do like it. But we have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, Tuesday was one of those days in the Ravens content world that we live in, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Sarah, it really began Monday night when we were taping Tuesday's morning vault, and we sort of like half joking, half seriously mentioned the idea of bringing Sammy Watkins back to Baltimore. Well, that's exactly what happened late Tuesday afternoon when Baltimore claimed him off waivers after the 29-year-old veteran wide receiver was released by the Green Bay Packers 24 hours prior. And Bobby, just to be clear, I was not joking about re-signing him. It makes too much sense at this point. But Bobby, it's probably not a coincidence that shortly after news broke of the team inking Sammy Watkins to a deal that we learned that Devin DuVernay had left practice early and he was reportedly barely able to put any weight on his right foot, which ended up being significant enough to be placed on injured reserve. As a result, Duve will be sidelined for at least the rest of the season, and we send all our love to Duve for a speedy recovery. So this now means that three of the four Ravens wide receivers drafted in 2020 are on IR with Rashad Bateman and Tylen Wallace already being there. But Sarah, I'll just say this about the Watkins move, which I, I believe we're in agreement on. The Ravens are desperate right now. This is something they absolutely had to jump on from a personnel standpoint. They really, they honestly had no other choice. Now, that said, let's not expect Sammy's addition to be needle moving. 
The unfortunate reality is that Watkins hasn't played a full season since his rookie year in Buffalo back in 2014. Availability, or the lack thereof in this case, has been his Achilles heel throughout his entire career. And the last couple of years, they've been no exception to that. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been a rough season for Watkins up to this point. Prior to his release earlier this week, he hadn't caught a pass since week 10 and logged just 11 total snaps in his last two games. And as it happened last year, a hamstring setback sidelined him for a month on injured reserve, and he was never able to work his way back into Green Bay's rotation. Now, Bobby, having said all that, I think it's kind of fortunate for the Ravens that he was even available right now. As you said, they're in desperate straits. And I could argue that Sammy Watkins is literally right now the best receiver on the team. And that's not saying much, seeing as the Ravens wide receivers haven't scored a touchdown since week three. But they'd be even in worse shape if Watkins wasn't available right now. And Bobby, I expect him to jump in immediately. He could play even this Saturday. And they'll need him. He just now needs to stay healthy. You know, all of this kind of just feels eerily similar to the year before, which he spent in Baltimore, 2021. Watkins started just nine games, appeared in 13, and finished with 27 receptions and 394 receiving yards, both of which were career lows for him at the time. And when you look at the PFF stats so far through 15 NFL weeks, he's on pace for a new career lows unless something happens, something magical happens over the next few weeks here in Baltimore. But like I said, far from a needle mover, but absolutely something Baltimore had to do given the current state of its wide receiver room and sixth worst passing attack league-wide. All right, so Bobby, before we close this first topic, you know I've got to throw this one out there, especially seeing how we just mentioned it on the yesterday's podcast, Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Rich Eisen called last Saturday's game for the NFL Network, as we know, and he revealed that Baltimore is still in the running for Odell Beckham Jr. after all. So apparently during his production meeting with John Harbaugh, Harb said that he had a conversation with OBJ joining forces. Now listen, I still doubt it's going to happen, but this at least shows that the Ravens are aware that they're in need and desperate help. I mean, just in a major way. Here's Rich describing his conversation with Harbs. I didn't say this in the game, but I'll say it here. John Harbaugh told me they're they're in on, or still are, on Odell. I had not heard that. It was one of those needle rips off the record moment in the meeting. Like, really? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, they were in all right. Remember I brought that out when we were first like throwing around where he should go. I was like, I'd love to see Lamar get somewhere. Well, Odell, John Harbaugh said he personally spoke to Odell. Really? About it. Because they know. I mean, they need help. Well, how convenient, Sarah. Just when we had put this whole conversation to bed, or so I thought we had. Well, we'll, of course, monitor this, and you're going to follow it a lot closer than I will, needless to say. (laughs) But still to come here on The Vault, a fiery Mark Andrews took a stand during his Tuesday press conference. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, Sarah, Mark Andrews was on a different level during his Tuesday press conference, and I got to be honest, it had me pumping my fists while watching live. He's locked the heck in right now. Angry Mark Andrews is my favorite Mark Andrews because, listen, when fans get angry, they want to burn the house down and just fire everybody. But when you're in the house, like Mark Andrews is, you can't do that. You have to fight to make it better. And Andrew's anger is a fire that burns so hot that it almost, (laughs) not totally, but it almost makes you believe that the Ravens offense can turn things around. Now, it's obviously no secret that despite being 9-5, Baltimore is under a ton of scrutiny because the offense has been so anemic. So a reporter asked Mark if all the outside noise serves as a motivator to prove critics wrong. Here's Mark's response. I don't give a to be honest. I don't give a but, you know, if someone wants to take that and use it as fuel, it's fine, but I got a chip on my shoulder either way. The, everything that, that we want, everything that um, that we can do is still ahead of us. There's, there's no, there's no like, you know, poor me, you know, there's none of that in this building. That's all outside noise. We're fired up. We're going to be ready to go. Everything's in front of us. So be ready. You know, Sarah, I don't want to blow this out of proportion and make it into something that it's not, but I feel like this could be the spark that this team needs so desperately right now. Like Mark's pissed off. He's on edge. He hears all the outside noise. If he can find a way to channel his frustrations into productivity, maybe it becomes contagious and starts that trickle-down effect. I don't know. Now, none of that will really matter if Lamar Jackson can't go Saturday, but we'll have more on that coming up in the next topic. And Bobby, I particularly really liked his mic drop moment at the end when he said, be ready. Now, our listeners can't see him, but if they did see the video, they'd see that he looks reporter straight in the face with intense, big eyes. You saw all the white in his eyes, and it's like, oh, crap, I think that he just might tear somebody's head off just to get back in the win column. Mandrews is a tough dude, and I love his attitude because, Bobby, the criticism heaped on the team right now, all of it's true. And Mark's no dummy. He knows they're ranked the sixth worst passing offense right now. He knows he hasn't caught a touchdown in eight weeks. Okay, so great. So that's all true. Yes, it's true. So now what? Really, what now? Do you become an object that's acted upon by the adversity and circumstances around you? Do you give up on the season like so many outsiders are doing? Do you feel sorry for yourself? Do you start giving less than 100% and leave your team out to dry? Or do you become an agent and impose your will on the circumstances around you? An agent or an object? Mark's an agent. He's ticked off for greatness like Ray Lewis was. And Baltimore might very well go one and done in the playoffs. But don't expect Mark not to put up the fight of his life. Yeah, and you know, Sarah, like 89 said, the Ravens do still have everything in front of them. There are literally 10 different scenarios in which they can clinch a playoff spot. 
Basically, Baltimore can punch its postseason ticket with a win over Atlanta and a combination of two losses from three AFC East teams, the New York Jets, Miami Dolphins, and New England Patriots. Why should he or the team scoff at that kind of opportunity in Week 16? They've earned it. Exactly. He's got the right attitude through and through. And he does again when it came to questions about the offensive coaching staff, too. It's easy to have coaches and teammates back when things are going well, but it's harder and really more important to do so when things are going bad. So that's what he did when he was asked about his coaches. It's never been a question. You know, for us, like, there's no question in this building, you know, what's going on. You know, that, that people in, in, in this building are doing everything they can to win games and, uh, and be at their best and, and put us in the best situation. So uh, we have full trust. And, and again, this is going to be a fired up group. Um, this is too good of a team to, um, you know, to take a game off or, or to not to play our best. So that's what we're working towards um, is building each and every game, each and every week, each and every day, each and every practice is to be the best that we can be. Well, Bobby, heading into that Cleveland game, things were looking positive on the injury front in Baltimore, but it has taken some major hits over the last couple days. Yeah, so in addition to Devin DuVernay going on IR like we discussed, the big news coming out of practice was that Lamar Jackson did not return, not even in a limited capacity, matter of fact. There have been reports that the Ravens expected him back for this weekend's Christmas Eve matchup against the Falcons, and that's still technically possible, but... Not being at practice to start off a short week, that definitely puts his status in jeopardy. Yeah, we've all had Tyler Huntley's back, and we will continue to do so. But outside of that game-winning drive against the Broncos, and hey, it was really great. But outside of that, Huntley has struggled. Since replacing Lamar, he's gone 52 for 74 for 413 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. That adds up to a 72.6 passer rating. For me, Lamar Jackson can't come back soon enough. And on top of that, partner, neither cornerback Marcus Peters nor defensive tackle Calais Campbell practiced on Tuesday. Peters, of course, is dealing with a calf strain, and Campbell has a knee setback. So as a result, neither are expected to play on Saturday based on reports. And Sarah, I feel like these two injuries are flying under the radar. I mean, they're being understandably overshadowed by Lamar's injury and all the calls for Greg Roman's job. But if these two guys can't play against Atlanta, that's a big deal. And it needs to be discussed more. Oh, it's absolutely a big deal. The Ravens want to keep the ship afloat until Lamar gets back. And a big part of doing that is not allowing opposing offenses to score. The Ravens don't have Anybody, Bobby, who can play on the outside behind Marcus Peters. That's why Marlon Humphrey has been playing on the outside more than desired because of how well he plays on the inside. And on top of it, the Falcons are ranked number three in rushing offense. So missing Calais in the middle of the line is going to hurt. Neither of these guys have been put on IR, so that's good news because the Ravens can't afford to miss them for a sustained period of time. And meanwhile, undrafted inside linebacker Josh Ross was activated from injured reserve to the Ravens' 53-man roster on Tuesday. Obviously, the defense is set there with Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith, but Ross will be a valuable contributor on special teams, and we know that he showcased a lot of potential during preseason play, so you never know. And before we fly, some other quick news items you need to know. 
beginning with Tyus Bowser apologizing for his Instagram post that showed papers with the message Fire Greg Roman on them spread on the ground at the player's entrance of the Under Armour Performance Center. This sound comes courtesy from ESPN's Jameson Hensley. For me to post that, um, me personally, I thought it was a bad move and that didn't make us look really good at all, especially after a loss. And the first thing I did um, was Sunday, Monday morning, was uh, going to see Greg Roman. And I went to go and see him face to face in private. I apologized to him. I told him that what I did was, uh, was unspoken of and that was something that I shouldn't have done. And I have a full, full one and respect for him. So I got number love and appreciation for what he does because it takes a lot of hard work to do what he do, man. Yeah, I never thought Tyus had an, an ulterior motive or that he was endorsing it was on the papers. I think he was just reacting to a surprising circumstance. So I take him at his word. That said, Bobby, I still want to know who put the papers there. Anyway, in other news, here's some telling J.K. Dobbins stats from over the past two weeks since returning from that knee scope. He's had, over those last two weeks, 245 rushing yards, which is first in the NFL, 8.8 yards per carry, which is first in the NFL, seven runs of 10-plus yards, which is first in the NFL, and he's got a cumulative 86.7 PFF grade, which is first in the NFL. And finally, the Ravens are touchdown favorites over the Falcons ahead of their game Saturday in Baltimore, according to Las Vegas Sportsbooks. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault, a podcast unaffiliated with the team. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. You can also catch us on YouTube by searching Ravens Vault Podcast, and we are closing in on 3,000 subscriptions, so consider tapping that subscribe button. And we'd love to hear from you with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. So that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back Thursday with the Ravens news you need to know. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.